Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap. It's your host, Chris, here with uh, Deepom. And we are here to talk episode uh, five of season six of Legend of Tomorrow, the Satanist's, the Satan, Apprentice. Oh, that is a mouthful to say. Um, after, huh? No, I'm trying to say it too. Yeah, it's like, I, I look at the word, I'm like, oh, this is easy. And I'm like, I'm trying to say it. I'm like, actually, that is not easy to say. After <laughs> 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 um, has a chance to learn real magic. Well, Sarah meets Bishop and learns what he intends. This is actually directed by uh, directed by uh, Katie Lewis. I did not know she was directing this episode. Oh, yeah. I didn't shoot her one this year. No, this one cool. Yeah, 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 I didn't know that she was directing this, but um, yeah. So uh, we decided to, to catch up on what Asher's been doing, uh, and I like the fact that the early episodes of the the early part of this episode is us going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's living a human life right now, and so while the legends are out there doing, and I love how they. They have John cutting back throughout uh, during parts of his, the other episodes, and being like, like when he shows back up to to get uh, to extract the alien out of the the you know, got to take the demon out of a, uh, a a guy in an alien costume. That was from the what episode two, you know, mm-hmm. when he comes back and he's in punk rock. That's from the the before episode. Then last episode when he comes like. All these, I was like, oh, yeah, what has Astro been doing this entire time? And we see it's like not living well, <laughs> not. Um, that's that is super fair. I was gonna say living poorly, actually. But yeah, I mean, I'm trying to be nice here, but I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? She was only 15 when she was last living a human life, and she didn't know things like money. And I'm like, yeah, what does John do for money? Because he's not in the house, and the house is kind of run down. I'm like, you just—that's not somewhere you just live and crash at without. Oh yeah, yeah, this is gonna go badly. This is gonna go badly, <laughs> and it does. It does. <laughs> yeah. Quite Yes, it goes badly in only the way that the legends can do, where you basically turn this into um, <laughs> a Disney movie at the end with the legends turned into basically <laughs> the Which, object from Beauty and the Beast. And I'm just look, like... <laughs> maybe there are better shows. I can't think of any. But maybe I'll allow the thought that maybe, just maybe, somewhere in the multiverse, there's a better television show. I... I your fave could never. I mean, maybe there's a better show, but is there a more fun show? An important differentiation. And, and there it is, right? Because it's like, okay, okay. This was absolutely ridiculous. We did. We finally got Alistair Crawley. We said that we were going to get him at some point. Um, we had an Edgeen reference. Yeah, we had an Edgeen reference. I forgot about that. Like, we... <sighs> Come on, guys. Come on. This is... Again, we, we felt some kind of way about the last episode of Legends 2. Um... Uh, mostly because of the terrible JFK impersonations, though. Um, it was still the same old legends that we kind of have grown to love. It's just that impersonation was so, so fucking bad. So, we, again, coming back after a break, coming back to basics. Let's get to what we, 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 we matter the most. The weirdness. The weirdness. Uh, learning and, and in using the weirdness to work on the character, right? Because we get that here, you know, you get this moment with you get these moments with Astra and and John, right? Even right with him realizing it's like, yeah, I kind of did just drop you off here and told you good luck, you'll figure it out. And Astra's like, yeah, I did what I did in hell, which is basically as a fifteen year old, I had to work my way up, you know, you know, lie still, kill, and do whatever I had to to get to the top. So if you leave me here with no money, no way forward, no understanding of how to do this stuff. Are you really going to be shocked that I go to Alistair Crawley when he sits there and says, I can teach you magic how to do certain things? No. And it makes sense. Like, it doesn't feel like 
if I told you the synopsis of the episode beforehand, you'd be like, that's fucking ridiculous. Why would she fall for that shit? What's going on? But then when you think about it and you actually go through the history of the character, you go through what they show you here, you're like, oh, actually, no, this actually makes complete fucking sense. And John, you're an asshole. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, John, you're a complete asshole. Then they also have the piece with John and, and, and um, Astra's mother, and John doesn't have magic anymore. It's... It's it, it, it underscores why he made the sacrifice, right? Because he knows he was an asshole. Yeah, yeah. And 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 here's the thing: the reason why we had to do this episode now, not before, is because John had to realize that he's an asshole. He had to go through that whole thing with him and his, and Zari first, right? And so now, when John does it, and John makes that sacrifice, you're like, no, no, no. You know what? This John would do that. <laughs> the previous John, no. No fucking way, right? No fucking way that John makes it. No fucking way that John really fully comes out and not just says, yeah, I'm an asshole, but goes, yeah, I'm an asshole, but I'm going to do better, right? Because he, he, he openly admits all the time he's an asshole. That's his thing, right? Matter of fact, that's his excuse. I mean, we were just, you know, we, we watched the first episode of Loki. It's the same thing, right? Where you have an asshole and, and a, the god of mischief going like, why do you do all this stuff? It's like, oh, because I want to. And it's like, no, that's not really what it is, right? You're doing that. It's right. a mask and stuff like that. And that's what you've gotten with John. We've gotten that character arc with John now where you're like, oh, now he's like, yeah, no, we'll work together. But also you still get that little bit of pieces of what Crawley says to him. It's like, well, there's also the alien magic stuff that you could go and find and that will give you all your power back. And so you, you still get that glimmer in John of like, well. We've got some tension now. Right. see exactly. how complete this transformation is. Exactly. And so you now have gotten with a really what seems like a silly off the, the books episode that for the rest of the Legends team didn't seem to do much does two really big things for two of the characters we have here. And one of the characters that wasn't even part of the Legends before was part of the Legends, but like had said that she wasn't going to be part of the Legends. Because I'm not going to lie, the entire time I'm going, I'm like, yeah, yeah, ask her. This is why nobody leaves the Legends. This is why you stay until you have to go. You got to, you got to. You got to set up your 401k. You got to get, you got to, you got to start putting some money away. You got to do like Mick does where you start, you know, <laughs> when, you, when you go through time, you got to set some money aside, things like that. Yo, like, I think it's really scary if Nick's got a plan. Right. <laughs> like everybody should be a little bit nervous if Nick's, that Mick's like, you're trying to diversify your portfolio. Like, wait, the fuck, Nick? Right. Like, right. right. You know, so it's like, you know, even Spooner didn't bother me that much, but this is also because she was a fork and you couldn't really do anything. So it's just. Also, love the fact that why was she a fork? It was like because we call you Spooner, so of course we're gonna make you a fork. It's like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, right? You know. I, oh, how about Spooner being righteously two A, but anti proud boy? I was like, well, Spooner. Oh yeah, right. So it's like every now and then, you know, again, every time I get off on the Spooner train, you keep pulling me back in. All right, cool. You're anti proud boys. All right, fine. Okay, I was like, yeah, you will sooner or later, girl. <sighs> yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, damn it. All right. Damn it, you're not as bad as I thought. You know, it's like yeah. every now and then we get a little, we get a little bit. She's see, it really is a um, uh, uh, there's a lot of contradictions with Spooner. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, yeah. it's like I don't. Oh, okay, I, I, I got they're you. They're figuring out how to write this character. It's getting better. How about that? Yeah, yeah, I, I give it to him on that. And and again, just like um. Uh, uh, the Flash, it's like, you, you get back to the, what this show does better, what, what does best, which is, oddly enough, is character development. Character development is, as crazy as this show is, this show does a hell of a job with character development. And this was an episode that deals with your two characters 
that are also the two right now outside of Spooner that are the two that are least likely to 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 conform, right? Astra and and John. And so you get some really good character moments here with both of them, and I really, really appreciate that. And then we get, you know, we get finally get more information on what's actually happening with Sarah and Bishop and um all bad. <laughs> all bad. All bad. Also going back to, you know, uh, like you know, why were why was there a shopping mall full of Ava clothes? Yo, going back to something that's way worse. It's like, nah, man, she doesn't love you because she can't love you because she's a robot, bro. Mm-hmm. She she has a soul. Cool. But I built her. Yeah. I built that one. And I think it's now that you told me Katie looks directed this episode. So the first one she directed in the series was uh, Mortal Kombat a couple seasons ago, maybe last season. And it's very much fighting heavy, action heavy, kind of Katie looks. It's real balls. Mm-hmm. This ain't that. No. And the way she's able to direct and command those scenes with Bishop and with the other Avas, even the way it's shot and presented gives you that sense of unease. Mm-hmm. It feels a little bit more like a horror movie than cartoon Disney princess side of it. Right. And it is fascinating. The wrinkle they just put in that relationship without either one of them interacting. Mm-hmm. It's also fascinating how this entire episode is very adherent to COVID protocols. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I didn't notice it until I noticed it and then I couldn't unnotice it. All right, it's like, oh, wait, there's only two people ever on a set at the time. Wow. Interesting how they did that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, yeah, they 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 got again. It's how you get really creative, right? Mm-hmm. Also, make it work. Yeah, you make it work. Also, and that's the other thing too. We got to remember with these shows that I'm also trying to give myself, remind myself of this is we as things are opening back up. I have to remember that these shows are shot still shot during a lot of the heavy COVID protocol stuff. So you gotta, you know, you gotta give yourself. You got to give them some some space, right? Of, hey, they're operating in, they're operating in really tough circumstances to do some of these things, and these are not like movies where you could just throw a bunch of money at it and say fix the problem, right? This these are these are shows that are operating on the CW. They have set budgets and schedules and things like this, and it's very very tight on all of this stuff. And so you have to remind myself that they have to get creative on this, and so. With her even directing this episode, this episode has so many things. It's, like you said, it does have the action because, like, when she decides she wants to fight, she's gonna. I mean, come on, I'm gonna direct an episode. You're gonna, you're gonna let me let me do my do, let me do my thing. I gotta punch somebody in the face at least once, right? And snap somebody's neck at least once, right? So you still get that, but you also get the stuff with 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 like with with Astra, John, Crawley, and all that stuff there. But then you also get things like the Disney fight, the Disney fight end with the singing and the dancing. And like at one point, it's like she, when Astra goes, I'm not singing this. Why am I singing again? Like, I got to stop. Like you get, you get like, it's like three different shows in one. <laughs> and so that's a very tough job for, you know, a director to do. And then you're also doing it on top of like the COVID protocol. So like, no, I, I thought this was very, very well done. I really enjoyed it. Um, again, you said this with the flash, definitely back to form. Um, I, I didn't have the same problems I had with a flash with no, the last episode no, of Legend. No. Anywhere close to it, we were just like, "Come on, guys!" I think you guys might have actually gone a little too far this time. That, that was a, that was the problem with the last episode of Legend. We're just like, "All right, guys, we're literally playing football with a nuclear football." 
I think we re- I think I finally reached my breaking point with the ridiculousness on the show. And that sounds that sounds a lot when we've had a giant Bebo doll fighting a demon before. So but the thing is this episode's technically more ridiculous because there's a WB animated segment in the middle of it. <laughs> including like altered voice cast. Like they 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 changed their voices to do voice acting. There's a fucking song in there. The the bad guy almost dances himself to sleep. Like that's how it almost ends. Right. It sounds more ridiculous, but you're right. It's more. <laughs> I I don't better. I don't know I don't know how to explain it. Right? It's like yeah. the nuclear football it's thing, which is one of those things. Was like I was like, that's just that's absurd. I don't understand that this. Is, fuck this. Then I get this episode where you're like you're, you're right. It's like it, it literally ends with them all like literally doing like Princess and the Frog or like the the Beauty and the Beast and the the you know they 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 literally sing the villain to sleep. I'm like. No, no, that's, that's good. I, I, I fucked with it. This, this is okay. I'm, this, I'm, I'm sitting there going like, ah, oh, finally. <sighs> Legends is getting back to being serious. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absurd. Like, I don't understand how to explain it. Like, this is the level of absurdity that I expect. It's like, I feel like last episode might have been like, they, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know how to explain it. I can't explain it. I can't. It's hard. It's hard to explain it, but I think all of us know what we're talking about. We all felt the same way. We're just like, yeah, I don't know. Just kind of missed the mark. But here, yeah, Alistair Crawley. More Ava clones, uh, a singing, dancing, you know, villain. Two of them, technically, because old boy Bishop was dancing, too. It was singing in the beginning, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like singing and dancing again. You guys know how I feel about fucking musicals. So they snuck that shit in on me, and I'm still like, ah, you know, it's fine. It's, it's, it's you okay. had two positive reviews today, and both episodes had songs. Like, I'm, I'm very happy I, to see I, you. Right. See? It's called growth. Is it? <laughs> or did they sneak it past you? <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I'm trying here, man. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying here, man. I'm trying. You give me give me some credit here. Um But no, like I appreciate that. And like I said, we we've now also set up so going back to Bishop and his plan of we're gonna basically Doctor uh, Island of Doctor Moreau humans. And 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 we want you, uh Sarah, to train them in combat. Like this is this is very, very crazy and weird, but also like on brand for the legends. Also, this idea when he says like, you're, "Yeah, you, you're, you know, humanity's greatest hero because you can't die." Which, you know what it reminded me of? He reminded me of the collector from. Uh, yes. From uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Definitely. Or the Grandmaster, excuse me. Yeah, definitely, definitely, it definitely gave me those vibes. Um. Um. And so, interesting between that and again, this whole idea of an alien power source for magic, right? right? So now you're bringing now you're bringing a lot of things together. You're bringing in magic, and you've taken John's magic away, his dark arts away. So is this magic a different kind of thing? Because again, we know we know the whole thing. The problem with, with, with John's magic and the dark arts is is it's what is you know it it it, it has a cost. You know everything has a cost. It it it. It, it, it cost him Astra the first time. Yeah, it cost him Astra the first time. It's like, like literally, her Astra's mother had to have a fail safe in case John went too far to literally take all to to literally cleanse magic away from him completely. Right? Like that's where we're at. So, and and, and this is what the show does, right? We've done this before, where you you start with the character that you know from the comics, and then we completely morph them into something else. You know, like look at Mick. <laughs> You know, Heat Wave. He's a he's a Flash villain, and now he's off. You know, um, you know, 
more than likely getting drunk and having sex with an alien as he tries to find out where Sarah is on a cat on a sh- on the wave rider. Like it's it's all very crazy, right? Yes. So I can see where they're going, and this is where we start seeing how you start bringing all the elements together. How do you bring the aliens together? What's the point of the aliens? Oh, well, the point of the aliens really wasn't, you know, just to have like a gladiator style style fight contest. It's like no, no, no. I need their DNA so I can do crazy experiments to to make more humans, right? And 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 what's really going on there? So I'm I'm. You're starting to see the elements of how all things are coming together, even though they were weird and didn't seem like they all fit. Now all of a sudden, this is what the show does really well: take the weirdness and then start making it make sense, which then kind of makes you feel crazy because you're like, I I get that reference, <laughs> you know? You start sitting there going, <laughs> you start going, you start going like, oh no no like you know again when a giant Bebo shows up and fights a demon, you're going like, oh no no this makes fucking sense. I am I'm fine with this. I'm I'm on board with this, you know. You know, when they do things like, you know, dizzy the end of the episode, you're like, mm, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm on board. I'm okay with that. You know? And so now you have, again, we're in this weird place now with Astra and John, you know, not having magic. But if magic's going to be part of the thing that helps fix the problem, well, John's going to need his magic back. So, yeah. I'm... I'm I'm on board. I, I like what they've done so far. I, I think they've done a really good job of, of character building uh, on a lot of the, the the characters now. And so now the next step is to figure out like how we start bringing the team together. Because also also by having Ava clones, you can also now have um, Ava and and Sarah interacting, even though it's not really a- Ava and shit Sarah. And like you said, this brings this interesting element of Bishop kind of putting into Sarah's head. You know, Sarah's going to propose to to Ava. To a robot. Well, to a clone. Right? Clonebot. Clonebot. Yeah, but she she thinks Ava's different, right? Well, at least that's what she was up to this point. What's it going to be like when Ava shows up? That's what I'm saying. Because Ava's Ava's coming to save Sarah and and is all like, yes, I'll marry you and stuff like that. Like, is Sarah going to have a change of heart now after having to be surrounded by and hearing the man who created Ava, right? So that's where, you know, things start getting interesting and in how we're going to go forward with this, you know? So, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very intrigued by how we're, how we're doing this and where we're going forward. So, yeah, I'm on board. Always been. So. I'm 100% on board. I, I like the idea of like, everything you talk about as far as emotional and dramatic and how they're going to unfold this as far as the, the characters being put through the ringer. I like how it's unfolding storyline-wise, too. I like that they can turn steel when it's a cartoon piece of cheese. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that was amazing. I was like, wait, did he just steal up as a piece of cheese? Just, I'm just all right. Cool. I think in three episodes in a row he's turning to steel, which I, I'm gonna remember Nate has powers besides being moving. Right, right, right. We're like, oh yeah, I can do that. That's right. I like the idea of Constantine back as student. Mm-hmm. Um. And I like that the obviously setting up the temptation of him to get this larger power. I like the idea that we never even <laughs> asked where Mick was or why they were on the ship. Just kind of like, I guess you're here now. Um, I like I like how none of them realize how to get to John's place. It's like, oh wait, yeah, how do we? It took us forever to find this place. Like we don't have it written down. We just John just kind of just takes us here. We don't. It took us forever to find. It. <laughs> like I was like, oh, that, that actually makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Why would John give you his address? He wouldn't need it. He didn't want you there in the first place. Right. <laughs> I just this whole this whole show, you know, all cylinders, big fan. Yeah. Big fan. So 
Um, all right, folks, we'll, we'll be back soon. Um, like we said on the Flash podcast, if you want to hear talk about Loki, go over to Premium. Here is Geek Out over there. Um, if you're looking for the mailbag, we will be doing a joint mailbag for May and June at the end of June. So just stay tuned for that. So if we send us an email in May, we will read it uh, at the end of this month and we'll go forward from there. Um, yeah, folks, uh, just stay tuned and we'll be back soon. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.